This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show brought to you by Odyssey. This is the Sarah and Vinny Secret Show. Just a heads up, episodes sometimes include content not suitable for work and definitely not safe for kids. Now available on the Odyssey app. Secret. I think you want to know. A dirty little secret. About a secret little show. Sarah Vinny Secret Show for Thursday, right? It is. October 28th, 2021. It's just Sarah, Vinny, and Bryn today because Nikki, look, Nikki has all kinds, if you follow this show, you know, she got all kinds of stuff and the girl, basically she needs to sleep. She is burning it at like four different ends, burn at the ends, the middle, all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm an idiot. I'm going to start there. Okay. I made myself a little lunch pack today. I was ready to go uh, and I didn't take it. Oh, good job. Duh. Mm-hmm. So now I'm starving, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't eaten yet today. Can I share something with you? Sure. Oh, no, no. I, don't worry about it now. I mean, we're going to do the secret show anyways. Maybe I'll I'll totally scrounge off of you. I'll, I'll just take a couple of your cough drops. That's... Would you like some pistachios? I love pistachios. Okay, oh. I'll hold, hold on. No, right? no, no, I'm not going to eat. No, right no, now. He's no, 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 don't do it. Just sit down. Vinny, God do damn it. it. So I go through like Yuzette's old drawer and your drawer and I scrounge up a dollar and quarters. Why? Oh, you're going to the vending machine. I'm going to go to the vending. I'm like, fuck it. I'll get a Twix. I would like a Twix. So I scrounge up these four quarters. Thank you, Vincent. I appreciate it. Oh, yum. Oh, they're shelled too. Oh, Oh, man. Those are dangerous. I know because you can eat them so fast. So I go through the drawers. And I, I'm like, I'm going to find, so I know we have quarters in here because we, you know, back before you could use a credit card on your parking meter, we definitely all hoarded quarters and we saved quarters. So I'm like, I've got it. I, where Now where is he going? Is he going to bring me a banana? I am not going to eat his banana. I'm not eating the banana. It's not a banana. Oh, thank you. You're so nice. Oh, He's it's feeding like a, me. a fruit bar? He's a feeder. Yeah, it's a Zara bar. Nice. Or Lara bar. Pecan pie Larabar. Only three ingredients. That's quite amazing, isn't it? All right. Okay, so I scrounge around, and I'm looking for, I'm going to I'm gonna get a Twix, print, uh, Ben, because I'm like, I deserve it. I haven't even hardly had any Halloween candy since last week. Right. So, but something, you know, I'm going to eat something. So I turn the corner to the vending machine down at KCBS. Uh-oh. And there are three selections. You can get all the certs you want down the bottom. Oh, good. I was thinking maybe I would get a thing of those. So there's three selections. One of them, some no-name thing of cookies, which I'm like, it's, and, and by the way, that's set one turn back, as in somebody got this, the, the thing isn't turning forward. And then there's Rice Krispie Treats, and those are like, Five turns of the thing back. So I'd need five bucks to get at those. Oh, geez. And then there's Knott's Berry Farm cookies. And I'm like, 
and it's the only one that's right at the front. I'm like, well, all right, I can't really see the date on them, and who knows? This thing is empty. This is a, a thing that has a hundred slots in it for different food, and that those are the three things that are available. Okay, so tell me you turned and walked away. Well, eventually I did have to turn and walk away okay, because good. then I then I go. F it, they're 80 cents. I'll buy the Knott's Berry Farm. They're the only ones that will actually fall if I put money in. So I start putting the money in. I put all the four quarters in that I found. And I and nothing happens. And I'm like, what? So then I reach out. And, and then I realize all four quarters are sitting in the change return. I'm like, oh, that's weird. So I shove them in harder, you know, as you do, to try to get past the coin Jesus return part. Christ. Oh, no. You lost your quarters. No. So I shove them in harder. And they just are plunking right into the... Um, so that is just a useless machine. If anyone was starving to death, don't come here. This is not going to be a good place to hide out from the zombies because the it, it's an empty vending machine. Don't they have something downstairs? Yeah, I don't have a lot of faith in that. But that's like fresh too, food. But that was, that was, I don't know if they've restocked that yet either. I don't think people are stocking machines right now. Like, what are the vending machine people doing? Like, what are they doing? I mean... Is are they all out of business now because of COVID? Well, like I didn't even that's that's one sector I didn't even consider. I don't know about that, but I would guess that because most people are at home, they've told them to stay out of the building and that there's no need to restock. Yeah, and until mm-hmm. they're ready to call them back in, and you know, it's yeah, these it's are loose ends that place. someone hasn't gotten to yet. Someone I hasn't sure said get in here. Know that they're restocking uh, the vending machines at Lowe's because I go there every weekend to well, buy. Well, people never stop going there. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm I'm just saying that vending machines are still being stocked in other places is all I What'd mean. you get? No, I was on the way to the bathroom and oh, I just walked the by the guy machine. who was like restocking it and I'm like, oh, cool. It's nice. Let that guy put in the Twix. Mm. Put in the Snickers. Well, I, uh, I'm i very disappointed that I didn't get a Twix, but I do have a Lara bar now. A pecan pie Lara bar. Thank you. Man. You know and those things. Look, I'll tell you what. You may not like it because it's not probably for you but i bet john would love those things look at it the ingredients are three ingredients yeah it's great so what is it sugar flour and i no, i don't even think <laughs> there's no sugar in there i'm busy eating your pistachios yeah do it how are they dates pecans and almonds done wow wow that is uh he would love those that's a shit maker that's a shit maker this is basically you're eating shit no, you're gonna, not. Uh, Come you're out not looking just like a Say that. It just helps push your shit. Ah, it's like Sarah. a broom. It's an intestinal broom. It's delicious. Broom? A broom? 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 <laughs> it's a fucking broom. It's a broom. Can you please? Yeah. Broom. Use that broom to sweep your rum. <laughs> you know what's funny? About the way you say words. <laughs> so, do tell me, Clarky, you're the one that 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 uh, did this to me this particular time. I used to say Jaguar. <laughs> I know. I know. And the Jaguars. You know what right. my daughter says yesterday? It's so adorable. She says, Safeway. And I'm like, oh, Vinny. Oh, Safeway. <laughs> I never and call it anything but Safeway. I heard a guy on one of the sports channels say Jaguar, and I went, God damn it. <laughs> People say that. I'm not the only one that doesn't say Jaguar. You don't even say Jaguar. You just say Jaguar. It's a Jaguar. Whatever. Jaguar. 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 <laughs> you can't even say it right when he's going. It's a Jaguar. Whatever, Brum. <laughs> brum. Whatever, Brum. Whatever you say. It's a Brum. It's, a, it's an intestinal Brum. Uh, right. Whatever you say, man. That's really good. Lara the, bar. The Lara bar. Mm. You know what it tastes like? 
Tastes like the inside of a Fig Newton. Oh. Yeah. There you it's go. It's greasy as anything. Oh, my God. It's just those three things. It's stuff that my daughter can snack on. Oh, she can nice. eat all this. Yeah. Because it's That's three ingredients. There's no sugar. There's no. You'd be surprised. Even the health food you go through in Whole Foods, you're like, damn it, man. A lot of sugar in I there. I don't know what all this crap is. Right. So those are the things, though, that we find where we're like, <gasps> okay. She can have Here, this. have two of these to hold you over until we get home to make you something else. You know, I watched a, I'm watching, I should say. I, I'm a fan of Tignataro. Mm-hmm. Who I don't know if I don't know how widely known she is. I've seen her in other shows just playing roles. She was actually in She was in that zombie movie. She was. She's like the helicopter chick in that mm-hmm. zombie movie. She was also briefly in Star Trek Discovery, which is I think the first time I ever saw her in anything. But she's a stand up comedian. And she has a show on Amazon. And it's called One Mississippi. Tignataro, I guess, but her 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 last name in it is she. Her name is Tig, but she's like Tig Bonaro or Tig Bonavo or something. All right. So they fucked with her name. So in this movie, in this series, I should say, she's got to go home because her mom is sick, and they're going to pull the plug, right? So it's she, she's got to go home to Mississippi, which is where she's from, and she are had, we on by the way. We are. Okay, good. And a listener is who recommended this to me, and I, I just love it. I'm six or seven episodes in. I, I've been watching it the last couple All of days. All right, let's hear it. And it's really, um, I, I love it, There's a, but there's a couple things that make me think about you in it. First of all, this lady, I don't know if she had this in real life, but she had, uh, in the show, she's had breast cancer, and she hasn't even looked at her scars. She's been double mastectomy, and she hasn't looked at her scars yet. Like, when she takes off her clothes, she faces away from the mirror, and she has her sure. face up. Like, she just doesn't want to look. And uh, I think those things are harder than people say, you know? I mean, you fr- you're looking at life and death, but we we really... Th- look, I'll give you a quick example. I have thought about getting a vasectomy, and I don't want to. I don't want him to touch my balls. My balls Aww. are my boys, and that's I just don't want to. Mm-hmm. I think Seems you do. Seems like it'd be a backup too. I just don't understand the whole vasectomy. I just thing. think that you're you certain things you associate with who, who you are and your sexuality, and I think it's harder than people talk about. Oh, it'd be crazy to get. So, so listen, by the time you're five or six episodes in, you've seen what she's got going on there. Oh, okay. And it's a, it's a flat chest. She's a skinny lady anyway. Mm-hmm. But she is, uh, she takes her shirt off to finally take a look. And it's, they've been cut from the side. There is no breast meat there anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's just these flaps, right? So that's one of the, th- so she survives breast cancer. But she's got some kind of intestinal thing. I want to say it's called C. diff. Have oh, you- okay. Yes. I'm, I'm familiar with that term. You are. Okay. Look, so this seems to be a real thing. And I don't know if she has it in real life, but she's, you know, she is eating, like she can eat crackers, white rice, a banana maybe, like, and everyone around her is eating all this food and she's all, I can't, and, and oh, and the first joke in the whole thing is she's fl- traveling to go to LAX to get on this flight to go to Mississippi and she has to stop at every bathroom because it is happening. Oh, all the time. But anyway, I thought that you could, re- and it's she does a good job being funny about it too. Look, I would never have known about this had my kid not gotten sick with it. I don't know which 
where in our family history this this lurks and why she is ended up con- with is it. Is it congenital? Is that the name of the thing when it's like it conveys there's a gene for it? Or is this just something that someone can get? No. We, well, I think you can get it, but I also think it can often be in families. I see. And be in your family history. And that's something that you... I don't know. I never knew about it. Right. I've never had anybody around me that's had it. I don't know anything about it. So certainly it's not like I knew it could happen. But I see diff... Look, all I was going to say so about that... is a thing. And we should move on because we've already done enough cancer shows to last us a lifetime. Because obviously Rose just went through surgery. Sure. But what I'll say is my wife has read a million books on this and there's just more information to to get through than I, I can't keep up with it. She's she's 20 books deep. I'll never catch up. So I just let her tell me what I'm supposed to do when she's not around. So listen, I don't know if this is real or not. Because it is a show, after all. No, C. diff is a term. No, I've no, heard I it. mean this way they're going to treat it on the show. Oh. They're going to repopulate her intestine with somebody else's shit. It's and, a thing. And let their healthy biodome mingle with her unhealthy I don't, I don't know if that's, you know, going to work. I don't, but there's a lot of technology out there that we're hope we're, our fingers are crossed. There's a way to fix this. Right. Before permanent damage is done people end up with what do they call those colostomy bags yep. mm. and worse mm-hmm. that's like you're still alive at least with that right right but try to explain that to a 10 12 13 year old girl and have her try to explain it to the people who find out she's got one right like so. that is it's a that i think having a colostomy bag must be one of the world's hardest thing crosses to bear like right. that that seems really although if it saves your life, it's 100% Again, worth it. Again, right, exactly. And I say that as her parent, not as someone, you know, not as her. Right. Who will, anyway, we don't want to even yeah, think about that. Yeah, it's a tough thing to that. get past. Um, okay, so let me give you, I know you have a story you want to What's that show do. called real quick? It's called One Mississippi Tignataro. Okay. I, I just said One Mississippi Tignataro into my Amazon thing, and it boom, it popped right up. Okay, so, good. Uh, if anybody's it, and I just think she's great. I love her delivery. She's so dry, and she's a radio person. She does this like story story show, like stories about her life on the radio thing. So I, that's another reason I think you'd like it. I'm I'm sending the note to the misses. I, if I don't like it, I bet the misses will. It's I like it. It's cool, and she's gay, so there's all that too, and it's fun. I like it. Gay people win with you. They do. I do like a gay person. Mm-hmm. Um, please do not say my name. Hello, all. I've been a listener almost 20 years, and I still can't get enough of you. I'm listening to the morning show while waiting, dreading to go into work. Vinny is telling a story about how everyone is... Oh, shoot. I don't want to do this one first. I no. want the one, the feedback one. That's a different... That was... It. Sorry. I'm going to... I'll get to that one, though. Okay. Hi. Family therapist here. I agree with you guys' advice in today's secret show. Nice job. I don't remember... I don't remember this woman mentioning how old her foster kid is. This is the lady who adopted a foster child at age three and is really sort of upset that the kid wants to be in contact with her birth mom now and her birth mom's out of prison. And Well, the um, birth mom is not someone that... The birth mom's burned that bridge with the daughter, and yet those bonds are strong. Absolutely. Sometimes the bridge survives. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, I, I don't remember this woman mentioning how old her foster kid is. And we think, based on the letter, somewhere between 11 and, say, 14. Mm-hmm. I work with many situations like this. The older the kid gets, the more they will question their identity. 
And if they have an opportunity to connect with a biological parent, then this is absolutely vital for this kid's emotional development. I agree, agree that if this opportunity is blocked by the adoptive mom, kid will be angry and resentful as she will be made to feel put in the middle. I work with a situation currently in which grandparent raised the grandson, but now mom is back in his life and it's a super difficult situation for everyone. My advice is for adoptive mom to get her own support, a therapist to help you manage and cope with these difficult feelings. Thanks for being awesome, guys. From A. Thanks, A. I know. Isn't that nice? Mm -hmm. Actual family therapist. She was like, you guys, you know what you're talking about. I'm reading between the lines. You guys are amazing. I can't believe how quickly you got to the root of that. You're welcome, everyone. How many therapists write in saying you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about? We don't read those ones. (laughs) Those go in the trash. That's a trash. What are you, nuts? (laughs) Where's the recycling bin? letters. (laughs) You guys are so irresponsible. (laughs) We know. That's why it's called bad advice. Um, Was there a story that you wanted to get to? Okay, so this is... I thought it was interesting. It's not a story, but it is something that I think everybody's got little and I don't they're not kinks. It's kink isn't the right term, but stuff they're into. I like kink. You do? Sure. Why not? Is there is there a bad connotation with a kink? I, no, I, kink I, I just don't thing. know. I think of people with I think people associate kink with you know S and M or Oh, okay. All right. Or something like that. But but what I This story is about, let me read it exactly. What's something weird that you find extremely attractive? So some of the stuff in here is dumb. Okay. Like this is a person who says, houseplants. Chicks with plants are just hot to me. That's dumb. That's not something. That's not a thing. You just made, you were digging for something to say and you you came up Um, with that. tits. Yeah, well, so I was going to say, I'm curious if there's anything... Sarah, yeah, that you have in particular that you're like, I'm kind of into that, whatever it is. Now, for me, unfortunately, I talk out of all sides of my mouth at once because while I love freckles, I also love pale skin. I also love, like, for example, my wife's skin is dark. I didn't start dating her for her skin tone, but I love it. I think it's hot. So you can't, you're saying basically, you name it, you like every version of it. I like it, yeah, I'm pathetic like that. I just really, so, but I do think, here's one that says, I find scars attractive and interesting, and each one has a story, and I want to know what it is. Weird things people are into. I do like certain, I I, I think scars are interesting. I'm not, I would not say that that's going to attract me to someone necessarily, although Jason Momoa's eyebrow scar is pretty fucking lickable lickable huh i don't know uh, what do you want to do can i sit on that can i sit on that for a second (laughs) can i just see what that would be like (laughs) come on lickable i don't know an eyebrow well let's start there you know let's see what other scars you got where are are all your other scars and you know what as long as none of them are in your armpit i'm down it just flashed to me that i'll look an asshole so i mean (laughs) is that any worse than yes that is actually to the hundredth power. It is not. It's fine. Asshole liquor. Okay. What about you? No, so you're saying you can't really participate well, because well, you're... I I'm not trying to take myself out of it. I do genuinely. I find certain things particularly hot, but yeah. then I realize yeah, I'm into Indian chicks, but I'm into is, goth giant chicks. Dicks I'm into co- count. Is that a... uh, you're into giant dicks? No, I'm not. Oh, what about you, Bryn? 
You're in a giant dicks, aren't you? Sure. I love giant dicks. <laughs> Fine. Let's go with that. I love a giant dick. All go right. Ahead. Didn't Bryn say that his wife, when he's doing work around the house, she says, hey, big dick. <laughs> yeah, she did. That's funny. Yeah, Let yeah. me ask you she this, Bryn. Mm-hmm. Have you, because we've heard this from Coco, so I actually, it just occurred to me. Have you dated white chicks? I have. Well, you know, I, yeah, I have. I have. I dated, the, the one I was with for a while, she was mixed, but then I have dated white chicks, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you're into? Obviously, you're... Yeah, marrying a Chinese know, lady, had, so it's not you right, don't have right. that. Hang on a second, thing. you guys. Oh, I don't think that Vinny is feeding this. Yeah, I am. I don't think you are. I am. Okay. One second. Is utility feeding this? Are you? Is audition engaged up there? But don't worry. Let me see. Let me make sure. Something. What do you mean? Don't, don't worry. Make, because we're I am not redoing where, this. Wherever he's, I don't redo wherever stuff. he's talking, there's no right, give me a sec. noise. And it's not because I'm a bitch. It's because I'm not capable of redoing stuff. And I can't plus, fake stuff. This I know. This was actually really good so far, and now it's all right. Are we ro- are we rolling? All right. All right. Something just happened. Oh no. I think it was my fault. But it turns out that thank God we roll a backup because Vinny's on that one. He was not recording on the on the first. Thank you. Thank you know what, Bryn? You're a goddamn godsend. <laughs> it doesn't seem that way when shit's happening. It's like Bryn, what the fuck's going on? Oh, no, I'm just like please, know. please tell. Because I listen. I so far I'm actually really enjoying the secret show. And then to Another find out that teachable maybe... moment, guys. And then it's like, I'm not fucking doing that again. And, well, well, you listen. can't do it again. I know, it's I not, know, I you're agree. not actors. This is the show no, we I do. I totally get it. I, I wouldn't expect you to. I swear to God, you're my heart actors. was pounding so hard. I'm like, I'm going to be so... Bu-. Like, I really I really enjoyed the first half of this show. The second half is going to be significantly shorter. It's not going to be a true half. Because <laughs> I'm freaking out right now. Yeah, I saw that we're close to... We're like 22 minutes already. Um, oh, dear. Well, I mean, there were like three minutes of us going, Oh, my God! I don't think it's recording! Okay, forget all that. Do this letter that you wanted to do. Let's do that. Okay. Do not say my name. Hello, all. I've been a listener almost 20 years, and I still can't get enough of you. I'm listening to the morning show while waiting slash dreading to go into work. Vinny is telling a story about how everyone is quitting their jobs during this pandemic. So this was, I think, earlier this week you, you did this story. I work in dispatch for law enforcement. I'm always thinking of leaving my job. We are super understaffed, like many places are. This is a hard job to do, and the burnout here is real. It's miserable. If I listed everything wrong here, it would take pages. But I make good money, have great benefits, retirement, etc. I have less than 10 years before I can retire. I feel like I shouldn't throw away a 20-year career because I do not want to lose the time I have uh, and lose the retirement I've been working for. I'm always worried about my future and being able to afford my life, but this place has my stress levels through the roof. High anxiety, injuries from all the nonstop work. Is it worth it to stick through this, or should I find a place to work where I don't care about retirement because I actually want to be there? I'm scared to leave the stability I have. My future is set, but I also don't want to be more medicated for pain and mental health than I already am. Sorry, this isn't anything sexy. I'll save those issues for another time. Thank you. Love you all so much. You are the brightest part of my day. Well, that's nice to hear. It's very nice. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, this one kills me. Yeah, it does. There's so much here and such hugely strong arguments for both sides of yep, this. Exactly. There is something to be said for stability. There mm. is. But also but you could also die tomorrow. Got it a hundred percent. And that there it is in a nutshell. I mean, if if this is ruining your life, 
you have to do something else. Where are you at with it then? Well, this is what I'd say. First of all, you know, I'll speak as someone who has very little coping skills. I have, I have, you know, many would say I'm childish or, you know, or buck up, snap out of it. You know, there's a lot of things that someone might say to someone who says that, that, but the truth is I don't have great coping skills. I have a hard time dealing with some of the things I've gotten myself into just with my family. Mm -hmm. And I, I love those kids, but they're, they're harder for me than they are for other people, I guess. I, I see people who thrive as a parent, and I think, yeah, that's not how it's gone for me. It's really hard. So what I would say is the situation you find yourself in, I believe it to be at least there are ways you can get help that aren't drugs. I think that you really need to look into either some counseling, or that's a, at least a place to start. There's a lot of meditation and, and mindfulness coping skills that you can get that will help you through certain parts of those days where you're really fucked up from it all. And you, if you can go take that break that you might've gone and had a Siggy or whatever thing you do during, you know, a 10 minute, you can meditate and bring yourself. There's ways to deal. I, the last thing I would recommend you to do is throw away what you have coming, which is a really good retirement and a second act. A lot of people who do these jobs where they're firemen, police, you name it. Yep. They've got, I don't want to say a short career because they could die or they deal with the kind of stresses you're talking about. But after 20, 25 years getting There's to tap reward, out with a right? pension and then have a second act, that's a really big deal. And that's not something to take lightly, and it's not something I would ever say you should throw away. I would look way harder into ways that you can cope with this. And, a decade and just seems like such a long time. It's, but it's, but in over the course of your lifetime, it's not that long. Yes, I agree. If you're gonna, if it's gonna kill you or cause you to harm yourself then yes, you got to go. Absolutely. I'm not sure what these on-the-job injuries she's talking about are. If she's a dispatch person, isn't she sitting in a room? I, I don't know what these injuries are she, because she's talking about pain and mental health. Well, I mean, I, that mental health thing for sure. I, we were talking about it this morning, how PTSD is. is, is these, these are, you're living through horrible things with mm -hmm. people. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I think that maybe that's what she's, or he or she, is it she? Does it say? Or are we just assuming? Um, let me see if I have it up. Whoever, the they. Uh, uh, it is a woman, uh, according to her email address. Okay. Well, either way, maybe she's referencing the, the injury, using the term injury for the stress and the, the pain. Injuries from all the nonstop work. Hmm. Mm. Um, so she says, is it worth it to stick through this? It is. It is worth it. It's worth it in that at the end of it, you get a nice retirement and continued benefits and... Um, and the option to have a second act yeah, and be bringing in double the dough. But if you are miserable, I, this is a really hard one for me because honestly, I think when you're miserable, you owe it to yourself to change it up. It's just that you've put in all this time. Look, I'll give you an example of something that, because nurses go through this too. Nurses and doctors. Doctors, I think less so because they're, they're less... Yeah, I don't even want to say it that way, but but nurses deal with the 
the day-to-day grind of caring for patients as doctors kind of show up, check things, and but I, I know they have their own stresses too. Anyway, I, my friend's a nurse, and I was asking him about the stress, and he, he was like, no, I feel bad for, for everyone that I help, but this is my job, and I do my job every day, and I don't take it home. And I was like, well, you're one in a million, aren't right. you? So he is, I believe, one in a million, but there are there have to be ways that you can learn to cope with this. That that must be ask your friends, ask your coworkers, ask a nurse. How do they deal with their day-to-day depression and the things that they're seeing on a regular basis? I would actually think that s- mental health support would be offered through your work. Yep. Mm-hmm. I believe that too. I would try to stick it out. Um if it were my decision to make. You know, the thing Only about you don't really know how miserable you are. The thing about pills or things you're taking to help you cope, I understand that. That's what alcoholics are doing. They're they're, you know, cuz they don't have coping skills, they're drinking. And that's when you remove that, you're suddenly like, "Now what do I do?" And you have to find ways to deal. Well, and it sounds like she is medicated right now. No, and that's what I'm saying well. is there have to be rather than upping that, and I know I, look, one thing that happens to drunks or addicts of every kind they're like let me just get through this the holidays or let me just get through right let me just get to the other side of mm-hmm. and then i'm gonna deal. and that will keep you busy till you're dead you'll have a new excuse they're always there yeah they're always there yeah. so if anything maybe this is something you've got to take a leave of absence oh whatever you've got to do in order to get yourself clear into a place and then learn some coping skills. But get off and get off the medication. I don't know. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying there's <sighs> ways you got to learn to, you got to look, this is your life. You know, the, it, I think it was Brander. I don't know which one of you said it, but it, if it's killing you, it's not worth it. But there are ways to cope and there are ways to deal. And mm-hmm. I'm sure your work has. Well, the thing is they're saying how understaffed they're like, I don't know. I mean, I have no idea what her options are, but it doesn't, feel like a situation where she can be like I'm going to take a couple months off and then be like okay I don't know but I but it's that that even that though taking some time away isn't a lighthearted you know right it's not something that you're doing because you are what you really want to do is sleep in and drink coffee with your husband like that's not you're hurting yep and that's mm-hmm. legit and there's yep. nothing wrong with needing to figure out a way to deal with the job you do. Your job's important. And for the record, if there's not a lot of, if they're, if they're understaffed, not only do they need you, but we need you. Yeah. We need someone to be there when we call 911. We really do. No pressure, but honestly. (laughs) No pressure, but we totally need someone. We need someone there. So you're important. And maybe you don't feel that. And I think that happens. You know, here we are. We get slurped at work all the time. Yep. Wow, isn't it nice that we get pats on the back and love from people we've never met. I do too. And I'm I'm gonna bet you're probably not getting those kind of letters sent to your work every day. Even though what you do is completely appreciated. But my suggestion is seek out ways. They're called coping skills. Find ways to get help with that because that's what you need. Right. 
Um, all right. On that note, if you have a problem, any kind of problem, no matter how big or how small, or even just a fun story for us, send it to Bryn, B-R-Y-N, at RadioAlice.com. Also, I know we air this at 10 o'clock in the morning, and it can be hard to remember. I'll send you alerts. I'm happy to. I actually have a text number. If you have thoughts, I read people. I get recommendations that uh, one Mississippi. I found out about that through someone who texted me randomly. Uh, it's 415-358-1965. I'll just set you up and send you alerts when we just go live. What happened to Bryn? I don't know. He's giggling about something. What are you what? giggling about? I'm, I'm laughing about the fact that she texts with random people. I, think, I do. Uh, I, I text I, all yeah. day long. I get texts from people. I'm like, hey, how you doing? What's up? Someone's like, Someone, this person doesn't believe I'm your friend. I'm like, tell them I am. <laughs> Here I am. Let me write you a little thing. This chick. She won't look at Facebook, but she's happy to text with every person well, under the listen, sun. Well, listen, because only, only nice people text me. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I'll just do- if, if you write me something mean, I'll just delete you from my list. I don't have to listen to that. <laughs> but if you're a nice person, feel free. All right. 415-358-1965. Um, all right. Have a great day. What are the magic words? The end.